1: Good evening. Welcome back. I'm Randy Corcoran, grateful to be here and always so glad to have you along for the show that always defends patriotism and shh, don't say it too loud. Patriots. Last week we sort of eased into the new time slot with a light sort of show. I guess since we just finished the restaurant show, we might call it fluffy, not stuffy. And it It was awesome. It was just an awesome transition for me because in the first hour we had Dr. Tim Watt from Cynogenics on and it was kind of weird because I got one negative email from a listener later in the week and she said, uh, I just had to turn off when that doctor came on. He was lecturing at me and man, I heard it just the opposite pumped up and excited about different ways to make us feel better and live longer and enjoy the life that we have. And and then, of course, we did dig into, especially at the end, this was one of the reasons I'd love to have people like Dr. Watt on, was to talk about the lack of efficacy and necessity and utility of these so-called vaccines and boosters. I, I don't know. I just thought it was great. You can go back and grab the podcast anytime you'd like at 710 com, Check it out for yourself. Just look for Wake Up with Randy Corcoran. And then in the second hour, it was so special for me. I, uh, I just adored Tom Tancredo, known him for years now, and uh, uh, you know rode, rode motorcycles together when he was still riding, loved to drink red wine and talk and listen. And, and he came in for the first in-studio, really the first radio that he had done in over a year, um, after being diagnosed with colon cancer. And he was in studio for the full hour. We went out to dinner for two hours after that. And and it was just wonderful. And if you missed it, man, oh man, go back and grab that podcast again, 710knus.com, because Tom is a treasure. He is everybody's favorite, shh, don't say it too loud, patriot. And um, uh, he certainly is mine. In fact, Last Tuesday was our Arapaho Tea Party meeting. Uh, we meet once a month on the second Tuesday. Packed house again. We're just 100 plus. And, uh, and Tom showed up. So, of course, we gave him some time at, at the podium. And he's just so great to listen to. He's been through so much. And really re-inspires me to understand how, how much things can change over the years and how much one person's voice can do. Uh, to continue to stand in the fray, to continue to push back against the onslaught, the ridiculousness. And that whole hour is available again at 710knus.com. And, of course, now Alexa, first one to text the show. Always reach us at the through the 710knus app. You can download it on your smartphone. Or I think, I've never tried it, I think you can go to 710knus.com and text the show as well. But Alexa points out and wishes us all a happy Constitution Day, and she's praying that we can keep our amazing Constitution and turn this insanity around. Has anybody spoken today? Have you heard it on the TV? Have you um, talked among yourselves to your kids, to your neighbors? Anybody mention it on the radio? Is anybody talking about the fact that it's Constitution Day today? We just blow it by. We just blow by it, and of course we know that's what the left wants us to do. They would prefer that we don't have a constitution. They're constantly doing everything they can to chip away. But I think on Constitution Day it's worth pointing out um, some very important things. The preamble to the Constitution, we the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union – Establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity, do ordain and establish this Constitution for the United States of America. That was 235 years ago. Man, it... Truly, other than maybe the Holy Bible, and of course, if you're a different religion or non-religious, you may have other ideas. I'd be interested in what you consider to be the most significant document in the history of the world. But without a doubt, it was the first time in world history where human rights were identified as gifts from God, not grants from government. And the people were empowered to limit the scope of their agreement to be governed. I, uh, If you research the histories of republics like ours, we've outlived the standard length of time for a republic, our form of government. And man, oh man, we know we're on life support. It's important to recognize that on Constitution Day. I know other countries who've put together written constitutions Historically, the average lifespan of constitutions governing documents for nations has been less than 20 years. And today is 235 years ago on this very day. And why not? It's Saturday night, no rush. Phone lines are cool, 303-696-1971 if you'd like to weigh into the show tonight, 303-696-1971. But I'm just going to take a minute and very quickly name every one of the Founding Fathers. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 30, 28, 9, 30, there were 40. I counted these earlier and then I forgot, so I just looked at them again. So just bear with me, it's Constitution Day. Abraham Baldwin from Georgia, Richard Bassett, Delaware, Gunning, Jr., Bedford, Delaware, John Blair, Virginia, William Blount, North Carolina, David Brearley, uh, looks like New Jersey, Jacob Broom, Broom, Delaware, Pierce Butler, South Carolina, Daniel Carroll, Maryland, George Clymer, Pennsylvania, Jonathan Dayton, New Jersey, John Dickinson, Dickinson, Delaware, William Few, Georgia. Thomas Fitzsimmons, Pennsylvania. Some guy named Benjamin Franklin, also from Pennsylvania. Nicholas Gilman, New Hampshire. Nathaniel Gorham, Massachusetts. Alexander Hamilton, New York. Jared Ingersoll, Pennsylvania. Thomas Jefferson, Virginia. Daniel St. Thomas, Jennifer, Maryland. William Samuel Johnson, Connecticut. Rufus King, Uh, Massachusetts, very small print. William Livingston, New Jersey. James Madison, Virginia. James McHenry, Maryland. Thomas Mifflin, Mifflin. Is there an L in there? Mifflin, Thomas Mifflin, Pennsylvania. Uh, Gouverneur Morris. It looks like maybe that was the actual governor of Pennsylvania. I should know that. It's just a funny spelling. Governor Morris, Pennsylvania. Robert Morris, Pennsylvania. William Patterson, New Jersey. Gatesworth, Catesworth. C. Pinckney, South Carolina. George Reed, Delaware. John Rutledge, South Carolina. Roger Sherman, Connecticut. Richard Dobbs Spate, North Carolina. George Washington, Virginia. Hugh Williamson, North Carolina. James Wilson of Pennsylvania. I don't know. On Constitution Day, is it too much to take a minute to acknowledge those founding fathers? We're always talking about George Washington, Ben Franklin, Thomas Jefferson, and others. Those men knew that the moment they signed their names onto that document that they were signing, potentially signing their own death warrant. Their lives, their sacred honor, their treasure, their families, their farms, their estates, anything and everything that they had. They had just made themselves mortal enemies of the king of the most powerful country, the most powerful military that up until that day the world had ever seen. And they did it. So is it too much to ask that we stand up now? That we stand up in the face of a government that is run amuck, a putative president who's senile, demented, disgusting in his personal life, in his business dealings, corrupt, and a government mechanism that right now, while the Democrats have this temporary burst of power, tie-breaking authority in the Senate, slim, slim majority in the House of Representatives and a puppet president who will do and say what he's told. And they are utilizing, mechanizing all of the other powers of government, especially the justice system, to go after their mortal enemies. Tonight during the show is another Donald Trump Save America rally out in Ohio. Donald Trump competing with Ohio State football tonight. Uh, I think he'll do okay. In fact, uh, we may have a chance to bump in and out of a little bit of sound when Trump takes the stage later on. And the thing I noticed about the Trump rally, you know, you that, that big speech, that dark, red, devil, satanic, Hitler-esque speech that Biden's screaming with his fists clenched, surrounded, you know, with Marines behind him, surrounded by this, really, I don't know, just... Uh, satanic is the best description, that red light, and what an embarrassment there at beautiful, ind- beautiful historic Independence Hall. Can you imagine these men whose names I just read, the actual 40 founding fathers? What they think, what they would think if they... Maybe they're up in heaven looking down going, okay, oh, shh, quiet, not too loud, patriots, step up. It's time to push back because that was a disgusting display of mediocrity and hubris and very ineffective toward you know trying to rally any kind of support. This was the president who, of course, ran as the great unifier. He's going to bring back norms, reestablish norms, end all the division. And instead he just came out and said, yeah, that applies to everybody who agrees with me and anybody with MAGA attached to their name, attached to their social media, attached to their belief system, anybody who thinks it might be okay to carry a gun for self-protection or questions the results of the 2020 election or especially supports that dangerous Donald Trump We're coming for you. We got to stop you. And he did it right there in front of Independence Hall, where these heroes that I just named on this the two hundred and what did I say thirty fifth anniversary? No, yeah, two hundred and thirty fifth year anniversary of the signing of our Constitution. He called out virtually half of this country, and you know what? I'm glad. Bring it on. The Declaration of Independence was the the inspirational document, sort of the framework of the belief system. I look at the Constitution as the contract that we made with those people that we chose to elect to lead us, to utilize the powers that we, the people, choose to grant them. So many people who talk about government now just seem to forget all about that. They just hand the power of government whatever government thinks is best or what they choose to do to us. Well, that's government, and and we, we have to go along. That is not the way this country is set up. That is not why this country has been the most secure, most prosperous, most innovative and simply the most free country that the world has ever seen. And again, I know we're on the precipice. But just think about these amazing words that inspired these brave 40 men to put their lives and their families and their fortunes and their futures entirely on the line for the world to see by signing that document. And they were inspired by this From our Declaration of Independence, we hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among them are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. Do you give your consent for this form of governance right now? Are you okay with a government that mocks you, that passes an inflation reduction act, and has a a Roman emperor like party in Washington D.C. to celebrate when we're sitting at eight point what was it eight point three quarters eight point three percent inflation, gas prices, food prices, furniture prices, diaper prices? You can't get formula, and it's high priced. Did you give consent to be governed like this? Neither did I. And that's why I keep showing up, whether it's at a Tea Party meeting or as Republican National Committee man or sitting here behind a microphone or at any podium or on the Capitol steps in D.C. or at downtown Denver, also known as hell now, thanks to Democrat control. And I encourage you to do the same. We have a monumental opportunity coming up do you know the election is just 52 days away? Seven weeks and three days. This midterm election will be over. But really, it's going to be over before then because ballots go out in 30 days. October 17th, today is September 17th. October 17th, ballots will be in the mail. People will start to vote. So basically, you got a month to get busy. And I'm with you. Let's smack this massive, out-of-control government right square in the face and tell it no more. Push back. End unilateral Democrat control in the state of Colorado. Reclaim control of the House of Representatives. Take back, even if it's by the slimmest majorities, the United States Senate. And put a stop to creepy, creepy, Sleepy pedo Joe and his dangerous rhetoric and nonsense. Let's do it together. 303-696-1971 is the number. I'm Randy Corcoran. Stay with us here on 710KNUS. U S. is one of my one of my favorite songs to play when I was a trombonist. Lasted until I was. 15 years old, was all excited, working worked up about um, being on the award-winning, state award-winning high school jazz band, the first freshman ever to um, be given a spot on that band. And I was doing marching band and concert band at Prospect High School in Chicago area. And uh, I really think that the trombone was the only thing that kept me going to school because um, I was too young to get into shop, didn't have my driver's license yet, was constantly cutting class, constantly fighting with uh, uh, Mr. Arsenault, the dean of students. And um, my brother, who is an amazing singer and and just very talented and and, uh, played percussion on the jazz band and did all kinds of different things. I don't know if he put in a word for me or how I got on that band, but – but it motivated me. And then one day, I forget, um, you know, I was a punk kid, 15 years old, bad attitude, not very happy um, with my station in life, just bored to death at school. And I got into a battle with the band director, uh, just a disagreement, but it was his band. And, uh, and he, he threw my ass right the heck out of there. And uh, that was pretty much the end of my high school Career because not long after I just dropped out, and uh, and I was able to get away with it because the um, the dean of students Don Arsenault, and again we had really fought a lot, but um, uh, he liked me and I respected him. He always treated me like a human being. Uh, he just didn't do very well putting up with my nonsense, and you know I don't blame him in retrospect. But he uh, he called me in one day. I'd, I don't know why I was down at school. I'd pop up now and then maybe to hang out or party or whatever. And uh, he sat me down on his desk and he said, look, I am required by law to report you as truant because you're not 16. You're not old enough to drop out of school yet. But here's what I'm going to do. If you will agree to with me that you will apply to the adult uh, night school to work on getting your High school degree. As soon as you're old enough, you've got to turn 16 first, and you'll agree to go there. I will hold your truancy papers in my desk until uh, until you turn sixteen, and it's officially legal for you to drop out. and And that's exactly what we did. And I, I did keep my end of the promise. I kept my end of the bargain by going to the night school when I got when I could, and I had a, had a license then. But, oh, man, it was a waste. It was more of a party den than, uh, than the high, suburban high school I was in in Chicago area. And so I, I didn't go for very long before I just quit that as well. I mean literally acid and just all kinds of stuff is what you really did there, not, uh, not any sort of learning. It was a joke, absolute joke. So I don't know where that all came from, but hearing that wonderful sh- – I loved playing that song when I was a kid, I can't play a lick of trombone now, I'm sure. But, um, but it was a lot of fun. And and that's a memory that, you know, as you get old, you get to have your Biden moments when these memories come up and take over um, everything else that you think you're about to talk about. One more thing before we get serious. Um, I filled in for Stefan Tubbs on, I don't know, I think it was, well, let's see if it was the Uh, anniversary of the 76th birthday of Freddie Mercury of Queen. So that would have been September the 5th. He would have been 76 on um, September 5th, and I happened to be filling in for Stephen Tubbs that night. So I asked producer, and he graciously agreed to – I sent him a whole bunch of Queen music, and they put it in, and we played a bunch of Queen music throughout the four hours then of the Stephen Tubbs show before it went to its new time situation which is now 4 to 7. And so this week, the very beginning of the week, all of a sudden, maybe it was just the end of the week before, but um, my uh, one of my assistants comes walking in with a beautiful package, and I open it up, and inside is a Life magazine. Do you remember Life magazine? A Life magazine. And it's a reissue of a special edition Life magazine about Queen, the music, the life, the rhapsody. Uh, A quote from Freddie Mercury on the front, the whole point of Queen was to be original. And and here was the note that came with it. Hi, Randy. Thanks for the great music on your show tonight. That was actually Stefan's show I was filling in for. Queen, enjoyed it. Hopefully you like this magazine on Queen too. And that was from Carol. Carol, I don't know if I know you. But man, oh man, thank you so very much. What a wonderfully sweet thing to do. I just love the listeners here at 710 KNUS. All right, I'm going to talk about probably the last time I will talk about, unless somebody asks me directly, that could include a caller to the show, 303-696-1971, probably the last time I'm going to talk about Colorado U.S. Senate candidate, Joe O'Day. I am the Republican National Committee man from Colorado. I want to see every Democrat defeated by their Republican counterpart. Absolutely. Day after day after day, I am getting asked by conservative Republicans, traditional Republicans, platform-supporting Republicans, about Joe O'Day. He's pro-choice said he would codify Roe v. Wade. Has now come out, I'm told, I didn't go back and dig up the story, but I. it wouldn't surprise me uh, that he would vote to codify gay marriage into federal law. And so, listen, I am not against people loving who they love. I am not against people having committed relationships with whomever they love. What grown men and women or whatever they choose to be on that particular day, decide to do with each other, for each other, to each other, is up to them. And I support them. I want them all to be happy. But I believe marriage is the loving, traditional, family-creating relationship between one man and one woman. So I've always been opposed to legalizing that particular term, create the rights, create the ability to inherit, to take care of in hospitals, to share property, uh, that all could have been done. And in fact, I I don't remember the year now, but I remember a very liberal friend of mine, somebody that I like and uh, respect in many ways, came, called me up. I think I was doing just the early... Days of uh, my first efforts at talk radio, very conservative show called Grassroots Radio Colorado that I would appear on or fill in for quite regularly. Maybe I was doing my morning show by then. I don't remember. But I was asked if I would support a bill in Colorado that didn't want to create marriage, which again I believe is is a sanctified relationship between one man and one woman – Set that all aside. If I would agree to uh, support or express my support as a Republican, as a conservative, uh, for a bill that was going through the Colorado legislature to create the rights of married couples for gay couples. And I said I would, absolutely, because I'm not against depriving any people who love each other of the ability to have a relationship and, and make a bond and, and do whatever. Just a matter of the term, just like I don't like the fact that we now talk about migrants instead of illegal aliens, that we now talk about the unhoused instead of homeless or vagrants or bums or whatever. I hate how the left co-ops the language and then we just follow them along. But anyway, I, I thought that bill sounds great. That seems like a, a wonderful compromise. It doesn't chip away at marriage and it creates rights for people who love each other and want to make that official commitment to each other. Because um, there were certain things that uh, that unmarried couples just couldn't do with regard to property or if they got stuck in a hospital and uh, you know those kinds of things. And then within a few months, I saw what the scheme was. And I don't know that my friend – Was setting me up. I don't know that he was aware that this is the way the left moves. But it was in New Jersey where, as soon as the New Jersey legislature passed a very similar rights giving law to create, you know, marital type rights for unmarried people, particularly this was designed for gay people who wanted to make commitments to each other. As soon as the left was successful in passing that law in New Jersey, then one of these legal organizations on the left, and I'm sure this was part of the plan all along, one of these legal organizations on the left came along and filed a lawsuit that said, wait a minute, you've created all of these rights for gay people, but we can't call ourselves married? That is a violation of our equal protection rights under the law, and by God, they won. And before you knew it, there was a Supreme Court decision and on and on and on. So I don't believe for folks like me who see the precipice that we're standing on, the cliff that we're looking over at this particular time in American and especially in world history, that we can cater any longer, that we can compromise any longer. So when I hear stuff like that about, for instance, our U.S. Senate candidate, Joe Day, you know, it's not something I can get behind. I can't support those positions. But on the other hand, we had uh, Trevor Loudon, one of the, just one of the massive brains out there when it comes to understanding the left, exposing the communists and the radicals and the leftists that have infiltrated our government, defining and describing people for who they are and backing it up with data. He was on wake up with Randy Corcoran when we were doing Saturday mornings. And I asked him that very same question, Trevor, I know what a strong conservative you are and what a constitutionalist you are. And what a view you have as someone from New Zealand who's watching from the world stage what's going on not only around the world, but especially here at home in the United States of America. What do you tell people who are finding difficulty in getting behind this Republican candidate? And
2: here's what he said. Look, this is, this is the thing. Uh, look, in the primaries, we vote for the most patriotic, conservative, hard, hardcore grassroots activists, we can. But the primary objective right now is stopping the communists. And the Democrats are communists now. That's reality. So I'm not happy with some of the Republican candidates around, as I'm, you know, a lot. But we have to stop the communists. So we all have to get out and vote, and we use the primaries to get rid of the weak Republicans and put in strong Republicans. That's where we are right now. I don't see that as necessary evil. That's just the practical politics that we see in front of us right now. Absolutely. If I was in Colorado, I'd absolutely be getting behind it, and I'd be pushing them and pushing them on the social issues as much as possible, but we have to stop the left, because if the left gets another term of office in the country, we, we ain't seen nothing yet compared to what they're going to do to us. Trevor is
1: a dear friend of mine, and I believe every word that he just said. So, you know, I have Max donated to Heidi Gannal, I have Max donated to people like Stephanie Hancock, people that I get excited about, get behind. I won't give a penny to Joe O'Day. But I will follow and I and I like the man. I've met with him several times. He's been to my office. He's invited me and young staff that I had to events that he had for young people just trying to figure out a way to get 100 percent on board the Joe O'Day train. And I can't do it because of positions, not because of the man. But I will vote for him and each and every one of us for the reasons that Trevor Loudon just articulated have to do the same thing here in Colorado. He's got a chance. He's got money. He's got the old George Bush money coming in, another fundraiser with Karl Rove in the next couple of weeks. Um, He's got money of his own, and he's closing the gap with our do-nothing, hardly anybody notices Senator Michael Bennett, who believes in abortion right out the birth canal. As soon as they're out, you can still kill them. That's Colorado law. Michael Bennett would sign off on anything Joe Biden put in front of him. Joe O'Day will not. So no support but an enthusiastic – well, a necessary vote. With the enthusiasm being any Democrat we can knock off the block here in Colorado and nationwide is a step back in the right direction. And if you feel the same way, if you've got money or interest in helping people – And you're willing to vote for Joe Day, but you're not necessarily going to support him. Stick around, because when we come back, I'm going to play a quick clip from a senator that deserves your support. And we'll do that when we return here on 710 KNUS. Back here at 547, 13 minutes to go until 6 o'clock. Randy Corcoran on 710 KNUS. President Donald J. Trump has taken the stage. We're going to tap in in just a moment to the Trump rally. Uh, but I mentioned uh, that we had my good friend Dr. Tim Watt from Cinegenics in studio last week. It was just terrific. If you get a chance, go back and grab that podcast and listen to the first hour, uh, because we talked about not only health, uh, but protecting yourself against you know the upcoming virus season, perhaps the return of the CCP virus Um, his thoughts about the uh, boosters and the so-called vaccines, etc. And the bottom line is that studies show us all that risk factors for heart attacks, strokes, diabetes, dementia, increase as our hormones and metabolism decline. And that's what happens with age. If we keep those issues, those hormones at optimal levels, then we feel better. It helps us reduce fat, improve muscle tone, increase your cognitive ability, up your energy, even your sexual function. And Dr. Watt at Synogenics is so good to help you get your metabolism and hormones balanced. They offer an elite health evaluation where they take a detailed look at all of your body systems. Lungs, heart, muscles, bones, brain, unbelievable. I've been through it. I'm still going through it. Call today to schedule your elite health evaluation because right now you can receive a complimentary food allergy test which is normally $840. I don't have much in the way of allergies, so it's not a service for me, but I know a lot of people who struggle with that. Call them at 720-387-3681 or visit their website, dot com. One more thing on Cynogenics. I mentioned the massive Tea Party meeting we had last Tuesday, and at the end of the meeting, so great um, two people, guy that used to work in my building. He's retired now. Um, started coming to the meeting, I guess. Uh, maybe he'd been there before. I, but uh, regardless, I saw him and his wife there on Tuesday. He came up and he said, we did it. We met with Dr. Tim Watt. We love him. We love the plan. So that was pretty cool. Com. Anyway, President Donald Trump is on stage. Let's uh, let's have let's a listen. Out. Did you see it? I'm 18 points up on Biden. Who the hell wouldn't be? Who
3: wouldn't be? Who wouldn't be? We won Ohio twice, and now we're way up higher. We won it in two landslides. And now we have to give J.D. a landslide, because he's straight. have to give him a landslide. What a state. But, you know, in coming in, I noticed some of the factories, the old buildings, and I said, you know, 50 years ago, that was something that was incredible. Now you look at them, and they're uh, not looking too good. They're not looking too good. But we brought it back, and we brought it back strong, and now they're letting it go back to China and these other places. But everything changed six years ago when you finally got a president who put Ohio first and put America first. We put America first.
1: What a radical. Who is that crazy, crazy man? Dangerous. Those MAGA people. Look at how happy they are. It's disgusting.
3: From the moment I left my very luxurious and enjoyable life, I had such a nice life. Oh, yay, yay. <laughs> now they want to say, uh, let's go get this guy.
1: All right. They've been trying Let's, for six let's six go years ahead and ease out. We're not going to let it happen. Literally, I could just do the rest of the show. Uh, commercial breaks in and out of the Trump rally. I hope you'll stay with us because obviously that'll play tomorrow. It'll be on YouTube. You can always go back and get it. But um, what a contrast between the the nastiness and the ugliness and the lies of the radical left. Oh, no, Trump, he lies all the time. Really? Well, I do remember that we had eighty nine gas. I do remember that we came within just a few miles of building the wall. That uh, illegal immigra- immigration was hit at such a low point and about to be locked up tight that Mexico, maybe they didn't pay for the wall, but they were sure holding on to the illegals when they'd try and hop over and we would send them back. Man, what a change just in two years. And people tell us, you know, no, don't, don't talk about him. Don't talk about him. It'll take us down. It'll take us down as a party. It'll take us down as a nation. I'm so over the mean man with the mean tweets. And yet you look at the polls. Oh, the Republican, the red wave. It's it's already fading. And it's mostly because Trump and his nonsense at Mar-a-Lago. He, was, he held all those documents that, oh, by the way, he declassified, he said. <laughs> Proof that he didn't. And yet. The polls say just the opposite. Polling tells you people are concerned about the election of 2020 and the impact of those shenanigans on 2022 and 2024. You heard Trump just say up by 18 points over Biden. I don't know what poll he was in, uh, you know, what poll he was referring to. But I think a lemming, I think a a. Lemming, I, I think a, a, a a propped-up scarecrow, an animated scarecrow with vocal capabilities could probably beat Basement Joe at this point because everybody except the most radical leftist understands just how damaged we've become and just how quickly it's happening. Our energy system is on the verge of destruction. California Buy only electric cars, but don't charge them on the weekends. Rolling blackouts. The grid can't handle it. Creepy, sleepy Joe Biden draining our strategic reserves. Millions of barrels of oil to China. Our strategic reserves at the lowest level in, I don't have the graph in front of me, I think it was 40 years Those are there for the defense of America not to temporarily lower gas prices leading up to an election. But Joe Biden is so evil, so disgusting, so controlled, such a puppet, so disinterested in the welfare of the United States of America and all of its citizens that he does what he's told. And remember, he came out against the efforts and encouraged Democrats, and they blocked President Trump from restocking the United States oil reserves, just filling them up to overflowing when oil was at, and I forget, the barrel per gallon cost, or the the cost per barrel or cost per gallon, whatever, it was low, it was way low, and they stopped him. So it's really good to see these rallies going on. It is great to see people stand up and wait and fill the auditoriums, the arenas, the outdoor event centers, whatever, with lines around the block, car lines miles long, and know that except if you're listening to the corrupt, coordinated, Democrat-controlled media machine, unless you're listening to the weak-stick mainstream media talkers that America is excited about putting an end to this Democrat destruction. And man, that glorious day of voting is less than, well, just barely over seven weeks away. 52 days to Election Day. And here in Colorado, 30 days till those ballots get dropped in the mail. So we may check in and, you know, Trump has a tendency to go a while. So we may pop in in the next hour and uh, see what he's talking about. But I've also got some things I want want you to hear. I had mentioned before the last break that uh, there's a senator that we all need to help. And I will explain why I didn't get to it this segment because we dipped into the Trump sound. But uh, why don't we do that when we come back at the top of the hour? Play a little bit of audio from this particular senator who deserves and needs all of our support. Also got some great audio from the, just the glorious, inspirational, one of the best speakers in all the land, and also happens to be the vice president of the United States of America. Her name is Kamala Harris, and you will love what she has to say about elections, election deniers, the security of the border, and we'll have a little fun talking about Martha's Vineyard as well. You know what's going on there. So second hour of the show is coming up. I hope you'll stay with us. I'm Randy Corcoran, 710 KNUS. All right, well, that's new. I can't let a whole minute of, even if it's my favorite music, go on without a little bit more of me. I'm going to just tell you who the senator is and why it's so very important that we support him. Ron Johnson in Wisconsin. He was done. Two terms was his commitment. He was ready to retire. And then your government, your CDC, so many people in positions of trust and authority started lying to you about COVID-19 and how to protect yourself. Ron Johnson knows it. I'll play a clip that proves it, and we'll talk about him next when we return on 710 KNUS